You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 196. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack Pack Alike and Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 196. Santa Noventa Isis. Today we're coming to you on a topic on tranquility. We have done peace, I think, a long time ago. I vaguely mm-hmm. remember it back in the day, back in my office when we used to do these things, CC. And uh, today we're going to come with you on tranquility, which is kind of similar, but I think a big part of both Craig and uh, my life. And we do not have the third man of the crew, John, with us. So we'll try to give his perspective. But what you think on tranquility, CC? Yeah, man, I thought it was a very interesting topic. You know, it's uh, I think it's something that we all maybe pursue in our life on a pretty steady basis because um, life is not always so tranquil. In fact, probably less tranquil than it is uh, tranquil. And so when you said that word, I thought of a nice calm pond just being very still. Ah, I like it, man. A pond. Yeah. And I think of silence. I think you just alluded to that um, when I think of tranquility. And, and I wanted to start out, John. I know he's going to be listening. He's still avidly tuning in when he's not here. We had a moment of silence for him today in the prayer, Craig. We something did. that he requested. And, you know, I thought it went well. It was a great, tranquil moment of silence for our buddy Steve because he wasn't here. And uh, yeah, it was awesome, Steve. <laughs> We, we, we had that moment just for you. Just for you, man. Per your request, buddy. And um, before we do get started, we'll move ourselves into the would you rather, trying to keep it on topic. And I was thinking, man, you just mentioned a pond, which we'll probably get into places we find some tranquility in life. And I was going to do, would you rather like stare out at the mountains or hear the waves of a beach? But we've kind of done mountains or beach before. So I've got this for you, Craig. Okay. Would you rather just dead silence? Okay, like sit outside, wherever you're at, I don't care. That could be the beach, the mountains, whatever it is, but no noise. You know, you're just kind of there or on your couch, whatever it is. Find some tranquility and just silence, nothing there. Or sitting by like a fountain, you know, you kind of go to a church, they have a lot of fountains, or you might have one in your yard at your house, like I have one, just the sound of that running water. Would you rather some noise to find tranquility, basically, or just some silence? Hmm. I'm going to go with my gut. All right. I overthink it. I think I'm going to lean towards the noise. Okay. I think I like, you know, I think about the times we've been to Highlands and mm-hmm. hearing the waterfalls, or if I go to the beach, another one. I love the waves. I am attracted to water, so I do like when the water moves. It kind of, um, you know, kind of moves me. It just kind of creates this background noise that is actually a, I don't know, it blocks out the noise of the world in a sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's too quiet, <laughs> it becomes <laughs> deafeningly loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have appreciated like on a silent retreat, like, um, just the peace. But even then there's birds chirping, there's some wind mm-hmm. blowing. So I think being in a quiet place with just enough noise to kind of let me know that the world's still turning. Um, you know, and I think I can kind of get into my, my feels in that situation. And, uh, that's what I'm gonna go with. How about you? It's a hard one, which is kind of something, uh, why I went with this for me, my, 
initial thing and what I'm going to go with is sound. Mm-hmm. Having the sound of a little something. You mentioned birds. But silence is a close second. I used to not really play a lot of time with silence. And shout out to Father Seth, um, who used to be here in Lake Charles, is now moved over to the east side of the state somewhere. Okay. I can't remember where he went. Um, He was also a guest on the podcast. But he, like, challenged me at one point years ago to, like, spend some time in silence. And, you know, a lot of us, like, we don't want silence because the mind runs and goes can go a lot of different directions. So I did. I kind of started with like five minutes. I go sit outside or 10 minutes, forms of meditation in a sense, like stare at the leaves of a tree and start picking them out a little bit or look at the shingles on your roof and look how they're laying, you know, like you're doing these activities in silence um, for the mind. And I've gotten to where I like silence. I don't mind it. Not afraid to sit in it to some degree and just kind of see where your thoughts go or go to adoration and other places sit in just pure silence. But for the most part, on the flip side of that coin, when you're in silence, or at least I've noticed could be inside or outside if you're really kind of tuning into your surroundings in these activities there is noise it's pretty hard to find yourself in complete no noise you know it could be like the bird chirping or your wash machine making noise or your dishwasher or the dog barks or something um but i think there's a huge value in silence but i would take the noise as well i like especially when i think of tranquility a bird chirping or a waterfall like you mentioned or even sitting outside i used to deer hunt a ton the the noise of like wind blowing through the trees yes another great, another one that i really one. like so i'm gonna go with the noise but it's, it was a hard call for me hence the reason i came up with it what do you think old johnny would say hmm old johnny i that's a good question i think he appreciates he's, he likes to travel likes to get outside so i think he likes to hear and see and do so you probably would appreciate the sounds but on the flip side I wonder if he would lean into adoration. You think he'd see, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if he would say the silence of, uh, and I don't know where he would go with this because I was just, as you're talking, I'm sitting there thinking, well, maybe, you know, what adoration is about being so quiet that all you can hear is God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes, are you wanting the noise to block out <laughs> what you need to hear? <laughs> what you need to hear, yeah. You know, so maybe you could go there. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I'm leaning towards silence purely based on the simplicity of he's got five kids and there's a lot of noise. hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly what he would say. So I think he's like, man, I got a chance for silence. I'm going to run to that direction. Yes. Um, so I think John would probably go silence, but who knows? Um, we've kind of gotten into the topic CC, but it's a good segue in based on the, um, the would you rather, but tranquility to me let's kind of think about what it is to each other i I find it like you said my favorite place to to deal with it is probably in nature Mm -hmm. and outside because i feel like it's it's truly like god's still um you know form of creation is still there in a lot of ways especially when i go hiking or it could even be hunting or something like that um or could be you know like you said i like that sitting by a pond seeing a sunset the, the, the stillness of life, a lot of times for me, I, I really find it in there. That's kind of what comes to my mind. It's something I love to, I mean, heck, I go spend a, about a, five to six days a month trying to find that in North Carolina. Yes. One of the reasons I go there, because life here is so busy. And like you said, today when I walk, came in here, I'm, all, I'm always on two wheels, I feel like. So that's, that's what comes to my mind. What about you? Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I think about the moments that I've witnessed God's creations and like if it's looking at the lake or a pond or just being the whisper of the wind going through the trees in a forest whenever it's uh, if it's really quiet. Um, I think about the feeling I get, like yeah, tranquility, kind of like, like a sense of peace, like that sense of calm where your anxiety goes down, your stress goes down. I think for me, I'm very visual. And so when I think of art, 
I'm attracted to pieces of artwork that create a sense of calm. And sometimes yeah. you can look at the stillness in a piece of artwork that um, captures a moment in time and the world's moving around you, but that piece of artwork kind of slows things down and you can get lost in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that comes to mind. And then at the same time, I think it's, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on not just the visual aspect of tranquility, but the mental aspect in that, what if, you know, think about the times in your life where you've had a lot of stress. When you think about the time your shoulder was not right. Mm-hmm. You got trips to plan. You got a couple of cases you were trying to get through. And it's like everything's so noisy versus the times where all those things are behind you and you don't have to stress or worry about them. And there's this sort of like this quiet peace in your soul and your mind. Can you, do you relate to times where maybe you Yeah, had- man, I think that's a great question. And I was, when you were saying it, I was like, man, we're just firing from the hip on what tranquility is. I was like, I wonder what it means. And Craig's pretty much dead on it. State of being tranquil or calm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, calm. That's, that's an interesting thought, especially internally. You're right. Cause I can say for myself, the last, and I was talking to Alexander about this probably a week ago or so, but like the last year of my life from, well, not quite a year, I guess, from September, no, August of 2022 till like we got married in June of 23. So the shoulder incident all the way into the getting married situation was literally for us, I, I want to say myself, for both of us, because she was alone for the ride for almost all of it, a lot. Man, the shoulder go from blowing and going to, you know, uncertainty there, surgery, not being able to go to my house for a couple <laughs> weeks, the rehab, finally start getting on the backside of that and then decide somewhere along the way, yeah, it's a great time to propose, get engaged and then boom, for like four or five months of wedding plan, wedding plan, you know, and all the stuff that went with that. And as it's been documented, that was kind of a tough time for all yours truly here. <laughs> um, and then merging law firms, moving in our stuff, you know. All that happened, and then now, I'm like, nobody. everybody said it wouldn't be possible, but I'm back to living a normal life, an even better normal life, and, you know, doing the old things, traveling more, and, um, you know, work is at a good place because you have more time, more, mm-hmm. more room on your plate, so to speak, and it's amazing that the mind during, you know, preceding time and currently is so much slower. It's like yeah. an athlete who's just learning how to play the games real fast. And then you get to be like a junior, senior, it slows down for you. Probably same thing professionally. Yes. So for me, I think that's an interesting take. Finding tranquil- tranquility just within your life internally or from a mental standpoint yes. where things kind of slow down and you see life at a different vantage point other than just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on like maybe when life is crazy, maybe not necessarily bad, but crazy, and your pursuit of tranquility on a daily basis or monthly basis. You know, we've talked about a lot of times about journaling, mm-hmm. prayer, uh, those quiet moments you give yourself to sort of be in the moment and present and let your mind and body rest. And I think of vacations, we take a trip, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. going to Highlands. I know you always include hikes and those meditation moments. You know, a lot of times you sent pictures of us, yeah, to, of, to me and Steve with you out there. And I think that's really beautiful scene, quiet moment, giving yourself permission to, uh, to do that. Um, you know, I think that's a really good point. I find it, it's funny, whenever you're in a place where I'm at now, where life's kind of slowed down, it's a lot easier to meditate, journal, find that time. You're like, oh man, I got plenty of time or nothing's on my mind versus like even after the shoulder when I was stuck in physical stillness, my mind was running so much. I did not want to sit there and <laughs> do 10 minutes of meditating or, you know, go outside and watch, look at a sunset because everything looks different. But I think there's something to like forcing yourself 
to stay with your habits, you know, your mm -hmm. habits of positivity, as I like to call them, to stay with those and to spend your time doing whatever thing that is, you know, meditating or UCC. I know you like to go out there in your backyard. I love that saying, like, when I go home, I still feel like I'm on a vacation. You can go out there, look around. Yeah. It's important to still stay with those habits, even when you feel like they might, you don't want to do them or they might not be doing anything for you. Yeah. And I agree with you. And it's sometimes I think people might pursue the tranquility, like say their life is stressful or have a lot of anxiety, depression, and they pursue these earthly things in a sense to kind of subdue the feelings, mm -hmm. thinking it'll make them feel peaceful. It could be over drinking, drugs, mm -hmm. you know, bad behavior patterns. Maybe they get these addictions and that addiction is really a, a running away of running from sort of depression or anxiety and always kind of reflect on this, like after going to like reconciliation and, you know, a lot of things like a lot of times whenever we get a little more distant in our prayer life uh, or not as deep that we find the worldly things kind of, um, influencing our life more and you come mm -hmm. back and you realize that you know jesus gives us peace like as long as you're in union with him he gives you all the peace and tranquility you need mm -hmm. in in the worst of times and it's when i've when i stay true to that that i truly experience that and so um sometimes it's a challenge myself to say hey maybe i'm not as tranquil because i'm letting the the the, the waves of the world toss me around a little bit you know and jesus is calling me to you know he's calling those waves to you to calm down by communicating with him and being with him. And so about prayer life, you know, have you felt that? Yeah, man, connection? I, I love the idea of prayer life. And that's something I wrote down that I was going to ask you about. You alluded to it. I didn't know you've done a silent retreat. I did. I did yeah. one silent retreat. It was I've wild. Never, I've never done one, man. That That is a way to put yourself in some silence for a while. Huh? It's pretty cool. It's uh, where'd you do it at? Grand Coteau. Oh yeah. My dad goes up there the, almost every year. I went one time and mm -hmm. it was really amazing. It's this long weekend and you go into silence and you don't talk at all. Now there's, some guys who probably cheat a little bit because they've done a hundred of these things yeah, and they'll yeah. sneak off and have a convo. But if you, if you're true to it, it's kind of tricky because you walk out and see somebody, you know, you just kind of smile and nod. And yeah. Or you at the dinner table and you're like pointing at the pepper. That's it. You point what you need <laughs> and it's just quiet, yeah. you know, but it, you do get a lot of that deep silence where you hear God's word and you just kind of reflect on life. And it's amazing what opens up to you whenever mm -hmm. you shut everything off. Um, pretty awesome. Spending the time in it. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think prayer life is a really nice way to find calm, you know, spending time with, with God and in prayer. Um, I, I think that's awesome, buddy. All right, CC. Well, I've enjoyed the topic. I know this is something that's important to both of us that we both, you know, find our time in life for different reasons um, to get into some tranquility and some calm. But before we shut it down, we're going to maybe move off of that and go hit the gas pump the brakes we're going to move into the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas what made you pump the brakes what you got buddy man let's see here uh so if you're listening to this podcast um we actually just had the lsu old miss game as you know we're from louisiana lsu fans My daughter goes to old miss so definitely a you know back pocket old miss fan for her sake and and you know trying to support <laughs> back her pocket old miss fan baby. <laughs> so we have a good time i wear old miss stuff when i go up there well, lsu played old miss this weekend and I'm with my daughter, and I'm definitely going to not... ultimate test not, for CeCe. Not disappoint her. You know, she's always going to win that battle. So I had my Ole Miss stuff on, and uh, it was kind of wild sitting in the stands amongst the Ole Miss fans, which I've never cheered for my whole life because I'm always an LSU fan. And uh, every time Ole Miss did good, people were looking at me and wanting to give me a high five. And <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a surreal experience. But uh, I, I played along, and we had a good time. And 
uh, every, the girls were happy. We had fun, and it was cool. You know, you do it. You know, you'll do anything for your children, and you want them to be happy. And was this like a family day weekend y'all were at? So her sorority had a family weekend, yeah. And it just so happened to be the oldest LSU, LSU with it. You just got thrown got right into it, right man. into it. So we had some good times with her uh, on her little activities and some good meals. They have some cool restaurants over there, and just a beautiful little town. So mm-hmm. we had a great, pretty time. campus too, man. Yeah, yeah I'm beautiful. happy for you and happy for Allie. And uh, yeah, whenever Craig sent me some pictures, and I was laughing at him. <laughs> All I yeah. wanted to know was when the fans were getting ruckus and throwing stuff on the field. Was that you, Craig? Yeah, no, we were out of there by then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. If you've got any tips or thoughts on tranquility, we'd be more than happy to hear from you. And if you get a chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, or pass it along to your fellow friend, it would be much appreciated. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. And if I were Steve, I'd go, uh, ee- Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. If you feel Sing with me